Straight out of the timeline, right into your ears. I'm Bell. And I'm Kyle. And this is Legends TV Talk. Hello, welcome back to Legends TV Talk. Uh, again, uh, Will is missing in the time stream this week, but uh, we are still looking for him. We might find a different <laughs> version of him. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Kyle, my friend, how are you doing? I am doing great. It is snowing here. It's been snowing all day, and I just went out to grab a heated blanket from my local store, and boy, oh boy, was that a fun ride. <laughs> Man, you know, it actually snowed here uh, a couple days ago. I heard about that. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy because, you know, it just rarely snows here, and it was 80 degrees the day prior. Like, that's what's so insane about Texas is, like, you go from heat to extreme cold, like, it's, you know, the weather here is psychotic, basically. That is... Wisconsin to a T. Oh, yeah? Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say we were, like, warmer earlier this week, but we were, like, to the point where it's like, oh, yeah, I don't think it could snow again, and then, boom, we got snow. <laughs> now, I mean, it stays around up there, I'm sure. It's not like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had... Uh, it, it was here till about, uh, you know, we got maybe, like, a quarter inch. Jeez. Uh, oh, so did everything shut down? <laughs> I mean, that, that's that's the crazy thing is that normally it's the whole city shuts down and we get like emails about inclement weather and all this kind of stuff. Like none of that stuff came out. And uh, mm-hmm. but I was looking on the the traffic route like to my way to work and there are like three accidents. And so I was like, I'm just not going to deal with that. Oh, so I got to work from home that day. But uh, yeah, that's, that's like like a quarter of an inch is like nothing. We're I think we're up to three inches today at least. Wow. See, but that's the thing. It's like, you know, you guys have infrastructure and stuff up there and we, we just, Oh yeah. We just don't have that kind of snow infrastructure. And so it's, you know, people are not used to driving in it. So it's just a, mm-hmm. it's a skinless blood soaked nightmare. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, it, it basically melted by about, you know, noon, one o'clock and uh, everything was back to normal, but you know, there's that. But, uh, and then there's also this week's legends TV talk, which we are here to talk about today. And, yeah, so before we get into it, what were your overall impressions on this week's episode? I mean, I liked I liked the whole 40s noir aspect of it. Um, I mean, I'm still glad Mona's not here. <laughs> <laughs> you would be, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, I like, and Charlie's still gone, so yeah. where is she? <laughs> yeah. Second episode in a row. But no, I, I mean, I enjoyed it for what it was. I liked, I didn't know anything about... Um, Seagull, uh, Benjamin Bugsy Seagull, which I thought, like, when they said Seagull, I thought it had something to do with Superman. Oh, interesting. But apparently not. Um, and after I do a quick uh, Google search um, <laughs> to find out if he was actually a real person. Oh, I, I believe he was. He was a real person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I believe he was a real person, uh, real mobster back, uh, back in the, you know, 40s in yeah. Hollywood and stuff. Yeah, he, he definitely. Yeah, when when we of course when we pick up is when we when he died and then he came back. Yeah, in yeah. there in that show, of course. Yeah, yeah. No, he didn't come back in real life. I can I can sure no. I can assure you, dear listener, that <laughs> you won't have to worry <laughs> about that. But uh, you know, it's yeah. Speaking of the 1940s, uh, I, I think it's time for a history lesson. And now, gentle listener. It is time for a history lesson on Legends TV Talk. All right, season five, episode two, Miss Me, Kiss Me, Love Me. This one was directed by David Geddes. Geddes. It was written by Ray Utarnichit, our favorite of the Utarnichits. 
Yep. <laughs> and Kyle, why don't you tell us what happened this episode? Gladly. When a new blip lands the legends in 1947 Los Angeles, it puts them on the trail of Benjamin Bugsy Siegel, who seems to take pleasure in fraternizing with Hollywood elite. Sarah Ray and Constantine devise a plan to capture him, while Ava and Rory sit on the sidelines for the time being. Oh, excuse me. They soon realize that they need that they need to worry less about Bugsy and more about his girlfriend. Ava is struggling with being on the sidelines with Rory. Meanwhile, Nate accompanies Barad to his dad's birthday, where Nate meets Barad's sister Zari, who seems similar, who seems familiar to him and similar <laughs> at the same time. Dun dun dun! dun, dun, dun. dun. We got the noise. Dun, 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 all right, yeah, so this was, uh, you know, our second episode this season, and it seems interesting because, you know, we got a new multiverse, and we also have a new intro for the Legends. <gasps> it was uh, a cool intro. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I thought it was really neat. It, it... Okay, okay, so Flash's new intro, I, I at, at the time of this recording, I have not listened to Flash TV Talk, so I do not know your um, opinion, but Flash's new intro or Legends' new intro? Which one do I think is better? Yes. Um... Uh... I, I think they both fit the show that they're representing mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in a good manner. I uh, So I, I don't know if I could say one of them is better than the other. Um, okay. I, yeah, I, I think they're both applicable. This this one, though, I will say uh, for Legends really kind of uh, leans into and reminds me of some of the uh, marketing material for Harley Quinn. Yeah, I, I, and I'd say like more like 80s. Yeah, yeah, like because it's kind of like, you know, an homage to eighties movies and time travel and mm-hmm. things like that. in a lot of episodes. And so it, it, it kind of has that sort of feel. There's like that poppy kind of, you know, uh, like torn paper, sort of like artistic look. Yeah. That, yeah. That you see, you know, and, and honestly, that's, that's a lot of DC properties are kind of going that route with some of their marketing material these days. And so I, I wonder if it's, uh, uh, it probably doesn't have anything to do with that, but it, it sort of feels similar to some of the birds of prey stuff that I'd seen coming mm-hmm. out. Yeah, definitely. I, I think I like Legends a little bit better just because it does fit with the kookiness of the show. Whereas like Flashes is flashier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's very, it's very flash. It's very like, you know, uh, it, it, it feels like a more serious intro on flash. I guess you could say, whereas this one yeah. is, is, is definitely more comic because that's really what the nature of the show is. It, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a funnier, less serious show. And so it's got a less serious kind of comic-y sort of intro, um, which, you know, again, I think it's appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, overall, uh, what did you think about the episode? It, I mean, it was a strong second episode. Um, I liked how Ava is starting to settle in with the team. And <laughs> when she was starting to devise where everyone goes, she's like, Oh, nope. I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Sarah, please go ahead. <laughs> yeah, she was kind and of. I, when I was like that, I was like, ooh, too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of like, you know, trying to sort of take charge because that's sort of what she did before. And it and it's, and exactly. it's, and it's interesting, though, because, like, I wouldn't think that they would relegate Ava to the C team. It kind of feels like that's what they did uh, in this episode. She and Rory. Of course, Rory's kind of always been sort of like this backgroundy kind of character. But it works for him in a mm-hmm. way that I don't think it works for Ava. Cause she was leader of the, of the uh, time bureau. And so it, it feels like she should have kind of more of an important role in the ship, but she's been sort of sidelined, you know, in this episode. And, and obviously that was kind of a plot point here. Um, but I don't know. Do you think that we're going to see more of Ava taking on more of like a, a, a B team or a team role? I think when it comes to legends, I think they're, 
they're trying to fit her in, so I think she'll be more, oh, excuse me, B-team-esque, whereas, like, Sarah, or whatever Sarah's on, is always going to be the A-team. Yeah, because, I mean, Sarah kind of is the star of the show, so it makes yeah. sense to have her be. So she she has to be Sarah. Yeah, but I, I was kind of thinking, you know, since they are a couple, that Sarah and Ava would, would you know. Work together more. R- right. They would work together more. They would have more of a uh, sort of like, you know, sh- they're always on the on the away team together kind of thing mm-hmm. and, and, and stuff like that. I, I kind of felt like that's that's sort of the way they would go with it, kind of bring Ava up a little bit more. But then again, you know, there are original legends who also need screen time and. We probably command a higher paycheck and have you know better contracts and things. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, two of them are leaving anyway, so there's going to be a lot more room for that. That yeah, so. that is, that is true. And, and speaking of people leaving, uh, we, we see that Mona this episode is still out. <laughs> yeah. um, the the only real inkling or, or hint that she's even you know still in the mind of the show is that uh, Mick was reading one of her novels. It looked like at one point yeah. in, in the show. Um, and I, I'm surprised we didn't even get a comment about that, but it was just, it was just a little nod that, yeah, Hey Mona, you know, she's still, she's still a character. So I, I guess that's maybe an indication that she'll be back at some point, but I mean, much to your chagrin, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But Hey, I mean, she's, she looks like she's doing fine. I mean, she's got a, she's got a little bit of side, side job. She, she is appearing in a uh, post Malone, uh, Budweiser seltzer commercials. So this is very that. true. Yes, I, I don't. I don't. I mean, yeah, Kyle and I talked about this before the uh, before the show. But yeah, there, there's a Budweiser seltzer commercial starring Post Malone, uh, and uh, he's like trying to decide whether or not to buy Budweiser or Budweiser seltzer. And like in his brain, there are all these little like people with the same tattoos that Post Malone has, like controlling his body. And Mona appears to be one of those people. And I, I'm 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 100 certain it has to be her. It is her. So it's it's great to see that she's getting work. Uh, that she's doing stuff, and mm-hmm. it just and 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 uh, for that matter, why is Post Malone advertising for everything now? Uh, he uh, he needs something else to do when he's not making when music. he's when he's not Post Maloneing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's it's interesting because I thought Post Malone was one of those joke rappers because the first song I heard from him was White Iverson, and <laughs> really, <laughs> like, well, yeah. The the first song that I heard from him was Sunflower. Because of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh yes, yeah, see, I, I had heard of him before that. Like I, I was, I got on some really weird YouTube hole where it, I was just like, like Little Dicky and like a bunch of other like you know mm-hmm. uh, rappers in that vein. And one of his songs came up, and so since it was kind of associated with Little Dicky, I thought it was kind of more of like a comedic sort of rap. And uh, I, I listened to some of his other stuff, and it's, and it's certainly not like he's not a comedic rapper. That is not his. Um, genre i guess you could say but yeah then, then the sunflower song with uh uh on, on into the spider-verse like you mentioned uh i would forgotten that was post malone yeah well that uh, quick uh crossing the streams here but that song was made specifically for that movie and they had to wait to do the one scene in the beginning of the movie until that song was done really yes that's that's hilarious because I just assumed that you know I I listened to post loan stuff and kind of you know uh, it's catchy it I is mean, it is and, and my friend got me onto it because we listen to it at work or she listens to it at work so we just listen to it all and I'm like all right he's he's not bad I don't like his look but he's not bad <laughs> yeah he's, cer- he's certainly not bad I think he I think he has some interesting songs and mm-hmm. and whatnot but I I thought that was just a song that they chose to put on this because you know maybe he's part of Sony's label or whatever I had no idea that he wrote it for the song or for the movie and that they had to. Yeah. Uh, 
they had to delay that scene to put that song in there. That's hilarious. Because, uh, you know, usually they'll take songs, like movies will take songs, I mean, especially, like, you know, if they own record labels like Sony does, they'll, they'll promote their artists and things like that. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. But this one was created for it. That's kind of neat. Yeah. But um, so there's a little trivia knowledge for you, peeps. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and if you'll join us next week on Post Malone TV Talk, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about his other commercial. No, I kid. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, so that was interesting. So Mona is, um, somewhere we don't know. Uh, Charlie is also somewhere. We don't know where she is. Didn't even see, a, a anything of her this episode. Yeah. She's, she still has the time. She still has the time drop ship. Uh, jump, jump ship, right? Jump ship. Yeah. I knew it was something like, she still has a jump ship. So luckily, I mean, they still have time bureau tech where they could just, like press a button and a time portal opens, so they don't really need the time ship, the jump ship, yeah at all anymore. That's 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 pretty convenient, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's great. It's great. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, and you know that that was kind of I guess how they're getting around and how uh, Bayrod and, and um, Nate were able to go over to Bayrod's dad's birthday. Oh um, yeah, which and I, the future the future looks great. <laughs> I know it really does. Like they're they're living in this really nice house uh, in the mm-hmm. in the DC area. Uh, so, so it's great. Like, you know, all the, all the bad things that were going to happen in the future that created the original Zari seem to have been thwarted. And, and that's yep. why we have Bayrod here and, uh, you know, they're, they're doing really well and, and that's, that's pretty neat. And then we get to see our first glimpse of, uh, Zari this episode, which I, I didn't really think that we'd be seeing her this soon. I thought there might be some, you know, um, I, I, I didn't think cause she's sitting there saying like, I don't know who I'll be. Or what I'll be like when she had mm-hmm. her message, and so I was kind of thinking that was going to be some sort of like, you know, indication that that we're not going to see her as her just yet. We might see maybe like some sort of aspects of her personality in another character that they introduce or something. Um, but were, were you expecting to see Zari this this early in the season? I was. I mean, we. I don't think we could have gone too long without seeing her, and the way that she was introduced made perfect sense. This new version. Yeah. Uh, she's kind of annoying in the <laughs> right when you meet her because those are the social uh, influencers, which they still they still have iPhone 10s Maxes in the future. Apparently. No, no, no. That wasn't an iPhone 10s Max. That was an iPhone uh, 14 F plural. Yeah. Well, it ha- I mean, it had something else on top of it, but it was still an iPhone XS Max. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they kind of tried to hide that with the case that they had and the little holographic cat ears and stuff they had on top they of did. it. But, but, yeah. Once you know a phone, especially if it's the phone that you use every single day, i.e. me, you know what phone it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And but, so, yeah. Oh, go social, ahead. She, I mean, her as a social media influencer or as a like a vlogger type person is a complete 180 from what her character was. And I like that. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that, too, because it, it's, you know, how Zari grew up originally was in this very, uh, you know, dystopian. Bleak. Yeah, bleak dystopian future. And so it really just, you know, uh, impacted who she was as a person. And so now without that uh, and, and, the, and the media attention that was given to her by the Dragon video and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. at Hey World, you know, it, it, she's kind of blossomed into this social media influencer, which, you know, Say what you will about social media influencers, but you know what? If I could just make videos uh, and and have people give me money to like promote products, I think I would do that. I'm not yeah. saying that it's easy to do that because I, I making original content is not easy. Coming from someone who you know does a podcast, uh, multiple podcasts <laughs> <It is>. every <laughs> week, 
Just saying, yeah. just just saying out there, brands. If, if if there is something that you want us here on Legends TV Talk to promote, we will gladly do it. Just give us money. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we'll take we'll take some of your patron money. Flash TV Talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, maybe Budweiser. We talked about you guys on the show. Yeah. maybe maybe we can get a Budweiser sponsorship. Yeah, just, or whatever or whatever beer Mick drinks on the ship. Yeah, you know what? Uh, gosh. Uh, it's something. Yeah, I, I, I was trying to think of like it's it's not Duff. Uh, that'd be hilarious because there was another Simpsons reference this episode. Uh, there was. I wouldn't have caught it because I don't watch the Simpsons. Oh, this is like old school Simpsons though. Ex- well, I mean, I guess it's even not better. Yeah, it could, you know when uh, when um, uh, Ray is in the police office and he's uh, going to go frisk Bugsy, um, the the commander guy or whatever is like, hey, this isn't this isn't protocol and. He's raised like, well, no, it's, it was actually handed down by Chief uh, Chief Wiggum. Wiggum, yeah. <laughs> so that's the, oh, that oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's the well, uh, that's nice. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I thought that was pretty neat. Um, anyway, back uh, uh, circling back here to Zari. Uh, yeah, her being a social media influencer is kind of interesting. So you know how that's going to twist into all of this will be interesting mm-hmm. because you know at the end of the episode they bring her into the timeship and obviously she's kind of like you know. Lost. shocked and, and and yeah <laughs> she's like what is going on and and i have to wonder though because clearly it looked like she was trying to manipulate nate earlier with uh when she was asking about um uh, bayrod and and like the the totem and all these different mm-hmm. things do you think they're actually that she wasn't necessarily completely lying when she was talking about that uh connection that they felt or or was that just oh. her trying to manipulate him that was her just trying to manipulate her ma- manipulate him yeah she was I don't don't come at me, but she was using her feminine wilds to seduce Nate, and Nate was falling for it hard. Oh yeah, well that's yeah, and that's because Nate already has that kind of like connection with her, right? And so yeah, but he—that's the thing. He he rem, he's starting to remember her, but he still doesn't remember her. He just knows her as the attractive woman that likes him from a alternate timeline yeah from you know outside of history or time or, or however mm-hmm. they want to they want to spin that so but yeah that was that was interesting right um i i kind of thought that you know <laughs> I, I feel kind of like an idiot honestly because when uh barod was like hey we're gonna go see my dad's you know birthday i'm like okay well obviously zari's his sister mm-hmm. it's a birthday party so older sister too yeah older sister and so i'm sitting there thinking like is she going to show up? And then of course she does. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> just ex- well, accelerate yeah. that timetable just a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now the story I want to see or have them explain it somehow is how, because we know Zari's how Zari got hurt. The amulet. Cause it was from Bur- Bayrod before he died. Right. I want to see this version of Bayrod. It might just be a simple, Hey, he stole it. And, the legends found found him that be it but i still want to see it absolutely i think you're right because you know there has to be a reason as to why he would want to steal that and i don't know if it's because mm-hmm. they went back and talked to him and said hey you're important we need this totem uh to defeat you know the the evil time demon uh yeah that would malice. be yeah malice. malice malice or malice or yeah i don't know it's two years ago <laughs> yeah yeah but it's, it's like, i think i think it's malice yeah, but it's like, look, we need to turn into Bebo, and we need you to do that, so we need you to steal this. So that would be a really interesting kind of story to see that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that would also give us another opportunity to see Zari. 
Uh, because yes, it would be. Yeah, Zari has uh, an inkling that he stole it, but she can't prove it until you know the events that took place in this episode. So it would be kind of interesting to, for them to go further back in time when uh, the legends recruit him to see her there, and you know, because I feel like that's what they're going to do. We're going to get pieces of Zari at different points in time until they all kind of like coalesce and we get her back. Uh, so you think? I mean, this is a little bit of speculation that we're going to go into that we haven't figured, but do you think that we're going to get her memories back? Maybe, but well, yeah, and, and you're right. That, that is a little bit more speculation. We'll talk about that in just a little bit, okay. but, um, but yeah. So uh, as far as that, we talked about the, uh, the homecoming there with, with Bayrod and, uh, and Zari. And we talked about uh, the kind of like, you know, I guess C team plot of Ava dancing and, making a distraction and dancing and singing poison, <laughs> which is where miss me, kiss me, love me is from. Ah, I was wondering, I was trying to figure the, uh, connection there, but I, I, mm-hmm. I, I did not know. Yeah. I, I read up a little bit on the episode and why I was, why, she, why is she saying that? And what, and where that led to into the title. Yeah. I, I did think it was hilarious though. The whole, you know, her drunk version of the <laughs> events versus what which was, is, going on because <laughs> i'm like oh wow that can't actually be her singing because like are we because we do not know how she sings but i'm like that sounds way too good to be her yeah that was a question that i was that i was wondering as well as like does because you know a lot of these cw uh actors and actresses really know how to sing but yeah like even still they're all overdubbed like all the musical episodes mm-hmm. that we've had on flash and, and things like that and supergirl they they've always uh oh is it not ocr um Whatever uh, AD, AD, ADR ADR they always ADR it right even though they can sing even though they all have great voices they always ADR the songs mm-hmm. and this was clearly ADR but I didn't know if that was actually Ava singing it or if it was her just lip syncing yeah. to somebody else it, it sounded too good to be her <laughs> and then when we find out that it that she was like drunken state <laughs> singing it it's I'm like no that's not her yeah 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 uh, but that was pretty neat. And, th- and that kind of leads us into the main storyline here, which is that, you know, we had Bugsy and uh, he is back from the dead. He has a mm-hmm. stash of blackmail that he is using to blackmail pretty much all Hollywood, the police, uh, all of these you know, politicians and things like that. And his main squeeze uh, is complicit in that, but she doesn't want to be. And so uh, I-, I wish I could remember her name. Jeannie? Jeannie, yes. Jeannie. Jeannie, yeah. And so... What did you think about Jeannie? Did you so obviously she she just you know freaking uh, basically robbed uh, <laughs> Ray there right at the beginning. Robbed Ray because Ray <laughs> is the Boy Scout, yeah, and who's just being nice as all hell. Yeah, like oh yeah, yeah, I'll I'll give you a, how much money ever this is, and that it's not probably twentieth century money; it's twenty first century. So <laughs> they look like modern hundred dollar bills, and I was like, those aren't going to spend. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> um, I mean. I was not expecting her to be like playing him like that way. Playing Constantine or playing Ray? Playing playing Ray and then when we find out that she knew that it wasn't um that she could tell that it, he wasn't uh a yank as she says. Yeah, his Yankee accent, which oh yeah, yeah got to talk about that. Got to talk about Constantine's uh American accent. What did you think? Did you did you think it was terrible or was it oh, God, uh it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's, that's so. So this is what's interesting to me about this because you know, I wish I could remember the the, the name for the term. But back then, um, you know, radio announcers, uh, 
sports casting announcers and just people like in you know in movies and stuff like uh, the um, um oh what is the movie um, I don't know in, any movie from back then. I was like, man, see, you know, oh. we always have Paris. Remember Paris? You know, they, they have that kind of like interesting dialect to them. That was a, mm-hmm. there is a there's a specific term for it, and it's and it's just on the tip of my tongue right now. And I can't remember what it is, but uh, I, he he was kind of like impersonating that, and it was I don't know. I think if he had done just a regular American accent, it might have been better, but <laughs> it was kind yeah, of interesting. I, Right. Yeah, if he did, yeah, if he did a regular one, I think it'd be better. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it definitely wasn't good, and Genie definitely saw right through it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and so they decide to work together to try to get this the blackmail. Yeah, get get the blackmail so that she can kind of like you know free herself of that. And um, Muggsy has, or not Muggsy, Bugsy has <laughs> a a special hell gun that he uses that that they're worried about because so so this is what's interesting about that to me. So he gets this, the hell gun from Astrid, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And anybody that he kills, also Astrid gets their souls. I don't know if that's how. At least that's not how it worked in Hell at the end. Right. That was my question. Right. Is that Bugsy kills those gangsters who try to kill him? I'm assuming mm-hmm. those souls. I think, I think they're just gone. Okay. Because because you know Astrid said uh, any anybody that they corrupt or kill, she gets their souls too. Right. Yeah. Um, but in hell, so it's like an endless cycle. Yeah. But in hell, I don't know how that works. And so, um, kind of jumping ahead here, but, um, I, uh, uh, Jenny, gosh, not Jenny, Jeannie, Jeannie betrays Constantine, mm-hmm. uh, when they go and, and get to the, the stash of blackmail. Did you see her doing that? Or, or did you think this was going to like, have like a happy ending kind of thing? <laughs> I thought it was going to have a happy ending sort of thing, but I mean, at the way that it ended, it was definitely not happy whatsoever yeah but it was definitely definitely a mob a mob ending <laughs> yeah yeah I, I was gonna say it was certainly a mob like noir kind of ending right where you have these mm-hmm. twists and turns with the characters and 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 it never really ends well uh for for anybody <laughs> yeah no so yeah so genie gets killed by the cop that of course the boy scout ray thinks is a good cop but he's actually not he's just in faction with another set of mobsters Mm-hmm. And the blackmail is destroyed, but they do get the gun, and they do capture Bugsy. And yes. S- and so, I, <laughs> is this going to be a reoccurring theme every episode where John Constantine has to do something gross by like eating blood or, or I, like, remains I of people? I don't think so. I think I think it was just because this because this episode happened right after the first one, so it was like minutes have gone by for them. So I don't think we're going to see him constantly going to hell and doing the blood on my face or drinking Rasputin Rasputin (laughs) every episode. Yeah. Cause you know, the, the decision there, you know, he gets jumped by her guards and he has one bullet left in the magical hell gun, which he could use to kill her and could end everything. Mm -hmm. But you know, that's not, that's not CWDC shows. And that's not uh, Constantine now is that, you know, he thinks that there is still something good in her. And so he uses that last bullet to waste Bugsy in hell so it would have made for a very short season yes it really would have it really would have (laughs) (laughs) but you know that that's like a change that we've seen in constantine where he there he does think there is good in her now whereas previously he didn't and so i think i think i'm with you on that i don't think we're going to be seeing him going back to her every episode or even every couple episodes because i think he's going to be trying to work on a way to uh uh to get her back and to you know save her Mm -hmm. and um 
I think that's going to take us to this week's. Oh, wait, no, crap. I almost said speeds for speculation. (laughs) 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 And with that said, I think it's time for speculation. It's time for speculation. All right, so we have a changed Constantine. He was mm-hmm. on the brink of killing Astrid and bringing it into this season, only two episodes into it. <laughs> Luckily yeah. for us, <laughs> he did Luckily not for do us, this. It didn't happen, and we get 13 more episodes. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> but that said, you know, this is now a new, a new story arc, right? Uh, Constantine's going to have to go and try to save Astrid. So... Mm-hmm. Is she too far in? Do you think there 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 is a a pathway back for her to uh, be, be be saved? And if so, how how's Constantine going to do that? I I want to say that I think it's a- actually Astra. Is it Astra or am I saying Astra? I think it's Astra. Oh gosh, I've been saying it wrong. I'm sorry. My it's apologies. all good. It's all good. Um, but I th- I think it's not going to be Constantine that eventually ends her i think it might be sarah that eventually ends her interesting but it would be it would be poetic for john to do it so that's why i think it won't happen like that yeah because that's like his big mistake right yeah that's that's his big mistake yeah so for him to redeem her would be you know a redemption for Constantine, so to speak. And, mm-hmm. and I haven't read a lot of Hellblazer comics, so I'm not too familiar with uh, the, the comic book storyline of that. But do you know if, if he actually, if, if the whole like Astra thing is in the comics and if he ever does save her? To be perfectly honest, I don't know. But the Google does. <laughs> the Google does. Astra Constantine. Astrologue Constantine. Astrologue is an actual person. From the comics. Okay. Um, uh, it's, yeah, it's it's real. What happened, happened. Yeah, I, I, I assumed it happened. I just don't know if there's if there's any kind of, like, conclusion to that or if it's always just, oh, no, the soul's gone uh, in hell. John succeeds in freeing Astra and every child soul trapped in hell and held by the demon Bure. Astra kisses the demon john constantine as thanks and she together with the other children quickly depart to heaven so she's dies okay okay so that's interesting so then in the- so they so they could go that route of of him freeing her and her going to heaven yeah and so this this is kind of what i what i see they could do right I, i'm not sure uh like i love constantine on the show um, I don't know if they're playing. Hold on, it is Astrid as well. <laughs> so you are right too. It is Astrid. Okay, it is. It's Astra, also called Astrid. Okay, okay, interesting. So I wasn't wrong. I was only no. kind of wrong. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, it, 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 I, I really like Constantine on the show. I mm-hmm. like uh, his presence there. I think it's. I think it's a really you know he's he's a neat character and adds a lot of dynamic to the team. I'm wondering what the plans are for him in the future. Um, I, I think if this is, you know, this is a big storyline. This is his storyline. This is, you know, his big mess up. 
and his big redemption moment. And my wonder is if they do allow him to redeem Astrid, if there's going to be uh, more Constantine next season, or if this is going to be like an exit for him. Um, what do you yeah. think about that? Uh, it would suck because I do like having Constantine on the team. Yeah. But to the character of John Constantine and like redemption with everything that he's done, I don't think it will be the end of him. Okay. So I think he'll, he'll end up staying. So you think even if they do redeem Astrid, that he'll stay on the team, uh, they'll find some other uh, reason for him to, to stick around. Correct. Okay. I would like that. I would very much like that. I think that would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's something that we have, you know, to look forward to here, but yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see how they do resolve that. If that's going to be something that Sarah is going to take you know control of, cause he can't, Maybe maybe there isn't a way to redeem her, and the only option is to destroy her. Uh, that would be something that Sarah could do uh, to do that, and then you know there could be a rift in the team and some some interesting story story things there to go with. But yeah, uh, that'll be that'll be something we'll have to look forward to here in the next couple of issues. But um, <laughs> is- issues, yeah, yes. same thing. Ah, uh, whatever. TV show issues. It also. works. Yeah, I, I think it works. And uh, but yeah, you know, speaking of of. What are we going to see in the future here? Uh, this is something that we're probably going to see next episode. But as last episode ended, Zari uh, threatening to tell their parents about him, uh, Bayrod stealing the relic and, and not actually going to business school. She winds up on the Wave Rider and she is completely shocked. And <laughs> I, mean, I mean, who wouldn't be right? I mean, even if you're yeah. from the future, like a time ship, that's that's some pretty crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. So, so, so what do you think she's going to do and how do you think she's going to react and what is the team going to do about this? Because none of them remember her. The only one who has any sort of faint inkling that she even existed on their team before is Nate. So right. where do you think this is going to go? Um, Nate's going to give the whole speech about, hey, I think we did something during Hey World. Um, she is still going to be freaking out when we come back. And... I mean, she's still she's going to end up being part of the team again, but as this different Zari. So, so you don't think we're going to get any memories back? No, we're not going to have a Martian Cisco ring um, <laughs> uh, come into play here like they did in Green Arrow and the Canaries. Okay, uh, that MacGuffin is not going to happen. Yeah, because because I mean, it, I, I because, kind of because it's from a different timeline, not a different earth right right and and that that brings the question up is like when they you know split the timeline and things like that it doesn't create multiple universes like it does in the mcu uh mm-hmm. where you know when you make a change in the timeline it's basically like an alternate timeline that's more or less like an alternate universe for that from that particular point in time forward it's not like that in legends it's just a different timeline on the same earth so right yeah i, I don't know i kind of want i, I kind of want to see zari get her memories back i I understand that. I don't because I want to see her. I want to see her grow as this character on the Wave Rider. Okay, yeah. So sort of like, and we in Flash we have you know a different uh, Tom or Tom Cavanaugh plays a different version of Harrison Wells every mm-hmm. season. Something similar like that. That's what you're looking for. Yeah, I think that could be cool. That could be pretty neat. But I don't uh, want a new Zari every single season. Yeah, but like then again, that's kind of tragic. For, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we don't want that. We don't want that. Like they mess up the the timeline, and every season Zari just gets a race, and she's like, "This yeah. is this is crap." Uh, <laughs> How many times does this happen now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of sad for Nate, though, because Nate will have to fall in love all over again with this different person who 
has you know no prior knowledge of their connection or anything so that's it's it's sad for nate but i i do agree that it would be interesting to see this character um grow this different version of zari but mm-hmm. do you think there's, there's an opportunity there where it'll be like kind of a merger maybe not like you know um we won't see the old zari per se but we'll see elements of the old zari in the new zari i think we'll see elements of it but not yeah definitely not entirely her coming back to how she was yeah and so i'm wondering though as part of this if we're going to see any uh return to haywood uh, where you know that's where the that's where the split happened. If they're going to return to that time and kind of like watch from afar to see the events unfold, see if they can like you know figure out anything. Um, and the main reason why I want them to do that is because I love Tom Wilson and I want him back on the show. I miss him dearly. <laughs> I, I don't think we'll get him back. Yeah. Even in, I, I, they see. I don't know if they will go back to that time again. Yeah, you don't think they're going to do it? No. Because yeah, I, I don't think they'll meet each other. They, they don't want to have a causal... They don't want to cause something else going wrong in the timeline. They don't want to see themselves. <laughs> that's true. That's true. They are pretty... Uh, but, you know, they, they mess up the timeline all the time, so, you know... <laughs> that's true. But the encores were not their pro- was not their fault this time. That's true. That's true. This is a, a, a massive revolution. The, uh, the first time that we've ever seen in the series where uh, uh, this is... <laughs> the, the events that, of the other season that has unfolded they're not the fault of the legends themselves yep. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a first um all right well so how long though do you think we're gonna have the new zari and i guess the question is how long until she's like a member of the team and she's on board with everything i think next episode is where she'll start to fit in yeah yeah that's see, it's it's really interesting how they're they're taking kind of like an accelerated route with this season, where you mm-hmm. know there there are things that I thought wouldn't happen for a while that are happening right off the bat, and uh, I kind of like that. There, there there are certain things in these shows where it's just you want them to 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 go on, you know. I know Flash has done this in the, in the past with seasons where it's like, oh, there's this mystery and blah blah blah, and in in more recent seasons, as as the writing gets like you know more more solid, they understand you know the the uh, what the what the viewers want and how to tell the stories in a way that they want mm-hmm. uh, with those viewer expectations. They they're able just to like accelerate things and not have them feel accelerated, right? Like it's yeah, yeah. and I kind of like that. It's I, you know the, when the audience is like, come on, hurry up, do this. <laughs> It gets kind of old. It gets kind of old really quick. So it'll be nice to see. Uh, maybe we won't have. Maybe we'll have like an episode or two. I don't. I don't know. I. I I'll be interested to see if she's totally on board uh, with the thing next episode with the whole time travel stuff. Uh, I mean, granted, that's a, a great way to get you know pretty good content for your social media stream. Oh yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that'll be interesting to see. Uh, and another thing that'll be interesting to see is when Charlie gets back. <laughs> like what what is going on with this is it is this just like a, a matter of too many characters and we got to kind of like sideline some people for a bit is this a contractual it, thing i haven't i haven't read anything about uh you know uh charlie's you know character coming up onto an end because of contractual stuff but you know i haven't read anything either it's i think it's the the amount of characters on screen kind of like um where is elongated man yeah, and you know Cisco is is off on the Flash now on this little soul searching mission. So yep, yeah, I I feel like you're right. I feel like that's one of those sort of uh, things they're trying to do to kind of keep the number of characters manageable. 
And so, and it is Charlie. It's not like, you know, out of her character to just kind of, you know, piss off and go do her own thing. Definitely. Uh, she's, she's up partying somewhere. Yeah. Like partying in time with other magical creatures or something. Now she, yeah. she can still shape shift, right? Yes. She has the ability to shape shift yet again, once again. Okay. <laughs> so here's an idea. Next season, what if the legends have to go in, like Charlie goes back in time and accidentally like, you know, shape shifts into somebody and causes like a time quake or something. And next season, they have to go clean up Charlie's messes. Still not their fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, still, still not the the you know legends' fault. I'll, I'll it's just one person. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you have any other speculation on this episode? We uh, talked about a bunch of stuff. No, not that I could think of. I mean, well, the, at at the time of this recording, we've, we're two days out for the new episode, so we'll be excited to see what it goes on from there. Yeah, I I don't know um I don't know what's really going to happen there. there. There wasn't really too much to speculate on this episode though. No, I don't I don't remember what next what the next episode is all about. Um so we'll wait and see. Yeah, and that's the thing that irritates me is that I watch them uh usually I have to watch the episodes the day after because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, same here. Yeah. I never get to see the, the the preview. They don't show the preview on the stream. Like when you stream it, I wish they yeah. would just show the next episode preview at the end. I just go to YouTube and look I, it up. I, I should do that. I'm just lazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, oh, okay. Let's see what we're getting into. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, I think that does it for speculation. And so it's definitely time for my favorite portion of the show. And that's mix quote of the week. All right, we got some good ones this episode. Uh, Mick was, while he didn't have too much green time, he did have a couple pretty good quotes. So, uh, Kyle, why don't you run down the list for us? Gladly. Congratulations. You're part of the team. You see that clown over there? The one riddled with responsibilities? Look at him. He's miserable, and he's welcome to it. I spat in that old prison habit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm torn between two and three, or or yeah, yeah. Uh, me too. Um, I'm. It's funnier because it's kind of an inside joke with Prison Break, even though I don't, don't even though I remember him not spitting in that beer, but it's still funny saying that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I always forget that they were. Uh, he was in Prison Break with Wentworth Miller. Yep. It's it's funny every time they bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I think on that note, we'll have to go with that, number three. Yeah. So take it away, Kyle. This week's Mick Quote of the Week. I spat in that old prison habit. All right, there you have it, folks. The greatest portion of this show, Mick's Quote of the Week, brought to you Ooh. by Kyle and Budweiser. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, would, I love Budweiser. Sarcasm. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> it's delicious, it's I guess. Great. Give I'll, us sponsorship money, Budweiser. Do it. Look, I might not have facial tattoos like Post Malone, but, you know, I can freestyle rap. Not, yeah. Not, not really. No. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I, I, I think that's it. I think we're out of time, you know. But uh, if you want to keep in touch with us while we travel the time stream, here's how. You can follow the show on Twitter at Legends Talk TV. That's at Legends Talk TV. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Ring That Bell, spelled B-E-A-L-L. Oh, you can follow me at Kyle Krause 89 You can also listen to me on the Atomic Geekdom podcast. 
And don't forget to check out our friend Will's uh, podcast. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at WRBenson or listen to him on the Plains Talkers Magic Podcast. We're still looking for you in the time stream, Will. We will find you. And uh, until then, we will rep your shows because we love you. Uh, don't forget that if 280 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at legendstvtalk at gmail.com. And uh, we're doing some technical kind of stuff here. We're trying to get the live stream back up. We'll let you know when it comes up. But when it does, you can check us out live on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash legendstvtalk. And if you like this show, check out some of the other shows from the tvtalk.fm network with such shows as Flash, Supergirl, Batwoman, Star Wars, Tolkien, and more. And while you're at it, check us out on iTunes and give us a review, and we'll read them and we'll read them on the show. And don't forget, you can download all of the TV Talk podcasts on Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. And as always, special thanks to Charlie Bot for creating music for our bumps. You can check out his other awesome stuff at SoundCloud.com/slash Charlie Bach. As always, you stay classy, you idiots. Tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel.